A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Julia Hartley Brewer Podcast. Ruthless but fair. Julia Hartley Brewer. Comprehensive coverage of all the new stories that matter to you. Harder, older, Hartley Brewer. The Julia Hartley Brewer Podcast from Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome back to the show. I'm Julia Hartley Brewer and you are with Talk TV. Now, the Education Secretary, Gillian Keegan, has said there are no magic answers to reverse the Conservatives' electoral woes. And that's with another by-election coming up next week in Rochdale. Joining me to discuss this is former number 10 advisor and founder of Conservative Home. That's Tim Montgomery, still in the studio. Also, editor of Spiked Online, Tom Slater. Uh, Tim and Tom. <laughs> Couldn't resist it. <laughs> what a it. combo. Oh, yeah, what a combo, exactly. Um, Tom, um, look, I mean, Tim, sorry, Tim. Uh, I'm going to get confused. Look, I mean, she ain't lying, is she? There are no magic answers to reverse Tory fortunes. We've got again and again, we've got Tory... Former Tory chairman Jake Berry, you know, talking about electoral annihilation. Everyone's saying this. Um, mm. You know, is there anything that Rishi Sunak or the Conservatives can do that could prevent a massive, massive uh, Tory loss at the next general election, whenever it is? Well, this may sound perverse, but um, I think one thing they could start doing is stop being political every single week and be political in an, a different way. It's like. They communicate constantly that they are obsessed with winning the next general mm -hmm. election. And so, for example, you know, I think this week is a week when we're hearing briefing that there aren't going to be big tax cuts in the yes. budget. I think last week was a week when we were going to get big tax cuts. They, they give the impression that they are constantly looking for this silver bullet to transform their election. Well, and we had that, fortunes. didn't we, with this sort of, yeah. I'm going to backtrack on some of the net zero, but, oh, I think the focus driven didn't like that, so now yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to say the right thing on transport. We're not going to do too much so we don't want to upset those people. There is just a feeling of, like, no-one really knows what the government stands for. And again and again, one of the key messages we get whenever we ask a question about something to do with the government mm. uh, on this show, the answer always comes back from loads of people, which is, I just don't trust that they're going... I don't trust what they say. Mm. And even if they say it and I like it, I don't think they're going to do anything about it. No. And I, that, of course, was the criticism that Robert Jenrick, I think, made very powerfully about immigration. He felt that the Prime Minister was looking for something that would do a political job but wouldn't actually transform the situation. And that, I'm afraid, is what the government is sort of giving out as their thing, that they are always looking for something political to say and then... When it doesn't change the opinion polls immediately, they look for something else. And yeah. voters smell that. They know what's going on. And you know, how long have we had mm. Rishi as Prime Minister now? I, I study politics incredibly closely, Julia, too much. But I don't... Yeah, you really... need to get out more. Yeah, I, I certainly do. I certainly, <laughs> you're not the first person to say that. Um, but um, I still don't really know why he's in politics. Who he I, is, I, what he I, I know he wants to be in prime, be prime minister. Well, I think but that's we've had a lot of people like that. Enough. I think David yeah. Cameron was like that. I think Tony Blair was like that. They wanted to be 
Prime Minister. Mm. That's what they want to do. And it was just sort of on their to-do list as opposed to... Yeah. I've never understood... Because I, I, I know MPs get a lot of criticism, and I think rightly so a lot of the time. But actually, most MPs I've met, actually, are quietly doing a lot of really important work mm. with their constituents, trying to improve people's lives, and genuinely, yeah. on all sides, um, genuinely do want to improve the country. Mm. And, 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 you know, and actually it's a... I know it's paid better than the average job, well, it should be, but it's actually a really tough job, and it is a three, six, five that, days a year job. I would not. I would say, I would say absolutely yeah. thankless. Um, but, but, but this is the thing. But then there are people who think you just want, yeah, you just want to be yeah. in power. Well, I, you know, I think Richardson has done a few good things. You know, mm. it was a brave decision, for example, to cancel HS2 when so much money had been Except spent. He didn't really. I think well, he cancelled that northern leg of it, which will save a lot of money. The bit that was actually the important bit. Well. Yes, but it was going to yeah. cost much, yeah. much more than it was. But he hasn't been brave on so many things, like on the trans thing. We're going to have trans guys, but we're, no, we're going to water them down. Mm. We're going to tackle the issue, but we're going to water that down. He wants to be all things to all men. One of the things that we know that voters like is people who stand up for something, mm. who, who believe in something. There are lots of politicians that people admire, even if they don't agree with them, because they know they know where they stand. Well, I, over Christmas, I ended up, I was in Bruges for Christmas, lovely garlics on the Christmas market, but again... Uh, snails, sorry, garlic snails. Um, <laughs> but I was sat next to someone from Liverpool and the subject of Margaret Thatcher came up and he clearly hated what she had done. But he said, I was never in any doubt that she was in politics because she wanted to improve the country. Yeah. It wasn't what I didn't I, agree with I, what I didn't she wanted agree to with do. It, but I knew why she was in politics and she was pursuing what she believed in. And she, he said, I look at people on my side of the debate as well as yours now and I don't see those people. I don't see people the careerists. Who, who have come through a life, have learned something about yeah. Britain that's missing. And said, so they want well, I'm going to go into politics to improve the world. He said, I get the impression that Tom they're Sater, careerists. Is that, is that your impression mm. as well? Absolutely. And I think you see it on both sides of the House of Commons at the moment. They're very startlingly similar figures, Sunak and Starmer, insofar as there has been this constant kind of hunt for what it is that they actually want to do, what it is that they actually believe in. Keir Starmer this week is having to, um, you know, this biography, which he's um, um, collaborated with, in order to just give people a bit of a sense. And that's a really unhealthy place yeah. for our politics. I have no idea what he thinks about anything. Not no. at all. And he changes his mind all the time. And with Sunak, there's, a, there's often, it's a slightly different version of the same trick, insofar as he'll make a big noise about something and then not do very much about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is something which will only really feed cynicism in politics. Mm -hmm. I think even if Keir Starmer is very, very handily wins the next election, it will be off the backs of a lot of demoralisation of the 2019 Tory vote. This, these are the kinds of conditions that produce Brexit and other things in the first place anyway. People won't put up with this for, for much longer. But at the same time, this is, unfortunately, the non-choice we're being presented with. Yeah, indeed. No, no, neither of the main parties have a right to exist. And they often give the impression point. that they think they have. I want to talk yeah. about by-elections. Yeah. We had the Welling, you know, there were two by-elections last week. We've also got Rochdale coming up. And it's possible we may have another one coming up after the Blackpool South MP Scott Benton is a Conservative. He is set to be suspended from the Commons for 35 days after his appeal failed against the Standard Committee's decision to dismiss him. Um, uh, basically, he was found to breach Commons rules after he was caught by the Times News, but actually uh, lobbying, offering to lobby ministers on behalf of gambling investors uh, in a sting operation. He's got a very small majority, just 3,500. Um, we could see yet another uh, another by-election if there is a recall petition, as there is likely to yeah. be, etc., etc. Et um, so I want to talk about that in a moment. However, just a couple of bits of other important breaking news in the last couple of moments. Detectives um, hunting uh, for Abdul Azidi. He is the man wanted for that brutal attack on a mother and her two young children in Clapham, that horrific mm. uh, a, 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 a chemical attack. They believe that his body 
has now been recovered from the River Thames. It was thought that that was the last time. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. He'd been seen on Southwark Bridge and that he would, uh, that his body had, uh, would be found in the Thames. But at around uh, four o'clock on uh, yesterday afternoon, the crew of a, a boat uh, reported they had seen a body in the water at Tower Pier. It's very near here, uh, where we are right now. And the body was recovered by the Metropolitan Police's Marine Protect Policing Unit. And it has been viewed by detectives working on the investigation, hunting Abdulazidi here, because he hasn't been seen uh, since the night of uh, that attack, which left uh, a mother and in hospital and two young children. Uh, and also, I mean, another nine people, passers-by and the police, uh, injured in that horrific chemical attack. So it was believed that he may have either fallen or thrown himself into the river. It does look like that manhunt may be at an end and that it is his body that has been found, um, which would be a good thing. Um, knowing that he's dead, because it's a big concern for people, him being on the mm. streets. Um, also, related to another uh, criminal case, the Attorney General uh, has, uh, as Victoria Prentice, in the last few minutes, referred the sentence of Valdo Calicane. He's the Nottingham triple killer uh, to the Court of Appeal for it to be reviewed as unduly lenient. Uh, he, of course, was a paranoid schizophrenic. Uh, he was handed an indefinite order to be detained in a high-security hospital after he pleaded guilty to a manslaughter, but not murder uh, of uh, two students uh, and a caretaker on the basis of diminished responsibility. The family spoke out at the time. Uh, many others did as well. Victoria Prentice, the Attorney General, has asked appeal judges to decide whether his sentence was uh, unduly lenient and whether it should be increased so that he would uh, face prison if he was released from hospital as opposed to being allowed back on the streets. Um, Tim Montgomery, can I ask, ask you your, your response to, um, to both of those breaking news stories involving two major criminal cases we've had mm. in the last few weeks? Well, I'm afraid I, you know, I don't wish death on anyone, but that was a terrible attack. And, you know, I think a lot of people were very fearful. You know, I come from Salisbury and anything to do with chemical attacks worries uh, me. Yep. But... Um, yeah, I'm glad that uh, people can rest a little bit more easily now he's gone. And, you know, that fits us in, takes us to the second issue, which is just generally there is this problem of lenient sentencing. Yeah. And um, amongst the many issues where the Conservative Party haven't really been Conservative... Law and orders used crime. to be their thing. Yeah. And um, I often... The Home Office is part of the reason why it's dysfunctional is the just department is way too big. You know, most mm. countries in the world 
have a separate borders agency with dedicated professional people and politicians so you can focus on that issue because yeah. it's different from criminal justice. And actually, one of my uh, criticisms of Suella Braverman in particular when she was Home Secretary wasn't so much her position on immigration, I largely agreed with it, was that actually she spent so much time on immigration, she was neglecting really the first things. job, which is, which is know, yeah, crime, crime and, and, and policing. Um, uh, Tom Slater, I mean, again, these, these stories are both just about sort of failures in the system, aren't mm -hmm. they? Oh, absolutely. But they're failures that are so obvious, I think people are puzzled as to why they were ever made. But again, Abdullah's idiot it was like, what the hell was he doing in the country? Why was he given British citizenship? You've got to be a complete lunatic to think well, he, had asylum, any, anyway. he had any claim to be here. I mean, anyone who actually thinks that you should be able to come to this country illegally, commit two sexual offences, mm. and then be granted asylum as a consequence of a, of a conversion that is quite clearly a sham. No one believes that, and yet these things are. We hear stories about this all, all the time. These, it's not just Abdullah Zaidi, there's been a string of these cases. Yeah, exactly. This is the one that's only come to light because of the crime that he has committed. We'll keep you up to date on any developments on either of those stories. Let me just come back briefly to uh, Tim Montgomery, though, about by elections coming up. Um, without naming any of the candidates, because then I have to read out all 11 candidates. <laughs> Please, for the love of God, don't make me do that. For the sake of my lovely oh, you're audience. Te you're tempting me now. I know. I'm, I'm desperately <laughs> going to try and tiptoe through this for off-con reasons. But we've got got the Rochester by-election coming up next week and there's been a whole heap of issues with candidates having to be withdrawn for things that they have said. Yeah. Other candidates being criticised because they've actually been supporting another candidate who's standing. Uh, absolute chaos. I mean, it just the party's totally out of control. The candidate's totally out of control. And again, a seat where, you know, people are living in poverty. This is a, this is a, this is a constituency that really needs help. And yet an awful lot of the focus has been on what's happening in Gaza, thousands yeah. of miles away. Well, there is this problem. We do have some people in our country who haven't really properly integrated. And, you know, I absolutely welcome people who've come to this country from war zones. I think we should be genuinely open to people fleeing for their lives. But we seem to have been open to people coming here and actually their loyalty really is still to the concerns of their previous country. And a lot of particularly the old... Or not, not, not taking on the values of this country. Absolutely. I don't think you should yeah. go and live in another country unless you want to involve yourself in that culture and those values and, and share those values. And almost on every day now, we're getting examples of really horrible anti-Semitism. Mm. And I think part of the problem was the police didn't react initially in a really firm way. And I think what we communicated as a country was it was OK to behave like this and yeah. there wouldn't be consequences. Whereas if we'd been short and sharp, sorry, bang on the table, yeah. um, we would have perhaps... Um, I think there's been more banging on tables. <laughs> Tim McGurry, I really appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much indeed, former uh, number 10 advisor and also founder of Conservative Home. Thank you for that. Now, today we've been asking you uh, about Rishi Sunak promising extra funding for British farmers at the National Farmers Union Conference today. Uh, he wants to end their reliance on foreign workers. Money isn't new money, though. He's also said uh, that he is going uh, to, you know, stand by our farmers. Uh, do you welcome what he said? Do you trust what he said? Tell us why you do. Tell us why you don't. Give us a call. 0344-499-1000 is the number. Text on 8722 or get in touch on X at Talk TV. Harry's done just that and says he also said he would control immigration. So what he says is probably irrelevant. You know, exactly the sort of thing we've been hearing. Richard says, yeah, right. I don't believe that for one minute. Again, this is, these, you know, we're not selecting these to match what no. we're saying on there. That's what people are saying. Cynicism and is Exactly. And it's not cynicism. It's it's people well, people live in the real enough, world. Realism, yeah. And Darren says desperately seeking votes, so predictable. There you are. The Julia Hartley Brewer Podcast. Ruthless but fair. Julia Hartley Brewer. Comprehensive coverage of all the new stories that matter to you. Harder, older, Hartley Brewer. The Julia Hartley Brewer Podcast from Talk Radio.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.